So tonight our topic is the ninth factor of the path, that is the right knowledge. Knowledge has different levels. Knowledge is the term for the Pali word jnana. Uh, there is the word jnana in Pali. Jnana. Jnana means knowledge. This word, etymologically, this word comes, this term, the root is jna. Jna to know. Knowledge has different levels. Now, there are similar words like sanya, vinya, abhinya, panya, and parinya. Nya, 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 nya. Nasal sounds, eh? All these are nasal sounds. Sanya. Let's take one by one to understand these different levels first. Sanya. Sanya means perception. That is the first thing. We, when we see something, when we hear something, we have perception. Perception, when we have perception, we recognize something. That is not clear understanding, that recognizes something. Uh, that is called sanya. And the second one is vinya, vinya, vinyana. Vinyana is consciousness. So vinya, vinyana is understanding, that is understanding separately. Vinyana means understanding things separately. If we have no vinyana, we cannot uh, divide, we cannot see things separately. It is through vinyana uh, we can see things separately. Those two are innate qualities. Innate qualities means by birth. We have, everybody has, everybody has these two. Perception and consciousness. All beings, not only humans, all beings have these two, perception and consciousness. But then we find abhinya, panya and parinya, these three terms. Abhinya are to be developed. Abhinya, there are five abhinyas. These five abhinyas, these are deep knowledges. These knowledges are to be developed. Then abhinya, panya, wisdom. Wisdom also is to be developed. And then parinya is not, the, it is the results of developing wisdom. That is the realization. So these are different levels of knowledge. Now, I said uh, there are five types of abhinya to be developed. This, let's understand these five. First one is, uh, ability to perform miracles. One, when one develops one's mind, one 
gets the uh, one obtain a knowledge through which one can perform miracles many kinds of miracles you can go through the air you can go through the walls or you can uh, dive in in the earth like you are diving in the uh, ocean ocean or in water anywhere like that many kinds of miracles so that is first knowledge the second one is uh, that is called dibba sota dibba sota is divine ear divine ear clear audience clear audience divine ear divine ear when developed you can listen to the sounds of deities even far far away sounds what deities talk you can hear not only deities humans deities any anybody's any sounds you can hear that is another knowledge the third one is uh, parachitta vicharan it is called parachitta vicharan parachitta means others mind vicharan is to know so you can understand you can read others mind that is the third one and the fourth one is pubbe nivasa anusati pubbe nivasa anusati pubbe nivasa anusati means you can recollect your previous lives how you lived in the in the past that is the fourth one and the fifth one is dibba chakku that is Uh, the ability to understand how beings are born to this world and how beings depart here uh, are born somewhere else so these are five uh, abhinya these are called five abhinya this abhinya can be developed by any person in any religion these are these are called worldly in comparison to the buddha's special knowledge these are called world knowledges this five then when we talk about the buddha's qualities buddha's great virtues in the uh, stanza uh, like itipiso bhagava arahang samma sambuddho vichcha charan sampannu vidya charana sampannu the third quality is called vidya charana sampannu vidya means here knowledge in connection to this there are eight types of knowledges buddha had eight types of knowledges according to this stanza this term vidya eight here means uh, these five knowledges plus uh, insight knowledge and ability to create a body that is called mind made body mind made body that means separate body this body and there is another body that that is a sort of miracle that is an ability to do that that is called uh, mind made body and the next one is 
complete destruction of taints, asava, all taints, all defilements. So, together with these three, the Buddha had eight types of knowledges. Those are called vidya. Charana means they are, the Buddha left his life accordingly. He, his conduct, charana means conduct. So again, the Buddha had six knowledges which are unparalleled. No other beings, no other arahants, no other person had these knowledges. Only Buddha had the, these six. What are the six? The Buddha knows what is possible as possible and impossible as impossible. That is the first knowledge. Buddha knows what is possible as possible and impossible as impossible. There are in the world, there are something impossible. We don't know sometimes. Not sometimes, we don't know. We don't know. But the Buddha knows very well what is possible as possible and impossible as impossible. That is the knowledge, personal knowledge of the six unparalleled knowledges of the Buddha. So the second one is, Buddha knows the karma, karma and their results, present, past and future, over the three times. Whatever karma, Buddha knows the karma and their results very well. That is the second knowledge, unparalleled knowledge of the Buddha. And the third one is, Buddha knows these beings, all these beings, whenever they die, Buddha knows where they will be born, their destinations. Buddha knows all ways, all ways, all the paths, where the beings will uh, be born. And then the, Buddha, the fourth one is, Buddha knows the inclination of beings, different inclinations, different clingings, different mentalities, inclinations, temperaments, like that. Then the fifth one is, Buddha knows the whole world system, whole world system, whole universe, We know only only little parts. Buddha knows the universe. Buddha has talked about uh, thousand system of world. Thousand system, twice a thousand system, thrice a thousand system of worlds. Then the sixth one is, the Buddha knows how extent one has developed one's faculties. You know, there are five faculties, Saddha, Virya, Sati, Samadhi, and Panya. Confidence, energy, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. These are five faculties. These five faculties are to be developed. Then only we can develop seven factors of enlightenment and attain enlightenment. 
So these five faculties are to be developed. So we don't know how extent uh, the people have developed their faculties. Whenever a person goes to the Buddha, Buddha sees how extent he has developed the faculties. In according to that level, Buddha gives instructions to that person. So those are the six unparalleled knowledges of the Buddha. The Buddha once, uh, while living in Rajagaha, Rajagaha, if you have been there now, whenever I say Rajagaha, where the Buddha lived in the bamboo grove, but this time not in the bamboo grove, there was a mango grove which belongs to the doctor, Jivaka. There was a doctor, royal physician, royal doctor. He treated the Buddha also. So, he had a mango grove where the Buddha, once Buddha lived in that mango grove. One day, the king, uh, Ajata Sattu, in his palace, together with his ministers and this physician, Jivaka, they all were in the balcony at night. That was a full moon night. The moon is bright. They are in the, under the uh, rays of the moon in the balcony. They are talking. Then the king suggested that uh, to meet a certain teacher. There is a good time to go and meet a teacher. Let's go to meet the teacher. Uh, this was not, uh, this was about uh, seven, eight at night. So, he suggested this. Then one minister uh, uh, rose from his seat and said, Then, sir, uh, Your Majesty, let's go to meet uh, the teacher. His name is Purnakasapa. Purnakasapa. Let's go to meet him. Then the king uh, became silent. And another person then, he uh, rose up and he said, Let's then go to Makkali Gosala. These are the famous teachers at the time. Purnakasapa, there were six, six teachers. Purnakasapa, Makkali Gosala, Pakuda Kachana, Sanjay Belatiputta, Ajita Kesakambali, and... Nigartanatha Buddha, six teachers. They were very well-known teachers at the time. Then, these different ministers, they stood up and they suggested to go to different, these different teachers. Then the king became silent. Finally, the doctor, Jivaka, he stood up and said that the, it is good time to meet the Buddha. Buddha is living in my mango uh, grove. Let's go and meet the Buddha. Then the king said, oh, that's good, good idea. Let's go to meet the Buddha. And they all got together. They, uh, they, they went to see the Buddha. When they went to see the Buddha, the, the, the king, especially the king wanted to see the Buddha. So they went to the monastery. It was dark. When the king was arriving, 
the king arrived there together, only together with the, the doctor. Now, as it was dark, there in the in the monastery by that time there were uh, 1250 monks together with the Buddha, and no sounds, nothing, even no sound of a uh, sneeze or coughing. The king, when approaching closer, closer, no sound there. The king was afraid, and he asked the doctor, "Are you taking me to kill me?" <laughs> huh? Huh? Then, so he said, "No, no, let's go. That that is the place. That is where you see the the the, the king. You see the light. There is a there is a light. Ah, that is where the the Buddha is living. Buddha together with twelve hundred. So then they went there, and." The king, uh, when the king went there, he greeted the Buddha, and after that, asked whether he can ask the question. Then the Buddha said, "It is all right. You can ask any question." He said, "Venerable sir, now these people, different people, they are as uh, they are working daily. They get their salaries. Then they have, whenever they work, they have." Some sort of fruits, what they do, their jobs, they do, do their jobs, and then they get their salaries. But these monks, when they become monks, what are the fruits? What do they get? Then the Buddha uh, explained him the fruits of reclusion, fruits of uh, the contemplative life, the monk's life. The first thing the Buddha said, suppose uh, Maharaja, there is a servant boy in your palace. So he one day he thinks that it is better to go forth, better to become a monk. So he then goes to uh, temple monastery and get his ordination. After that. What do you do? Are you when you see him? Are you uh, going to ask him to come and do the same same thing, same activities, or what do you do? Then the king said, "No, venerable sir, if such person become a monk, I'll have to respect him. So the servant now he is going to respect him. The king is going to respect him because of his ordination." So the Buddha said, "Ah, this is the fruit. This is one of the fruits of reclusion, contemplative life." Uh, then, the, then the second the Buddha said, "Another person, say a farmer or any householder, he listens to the sermon, and then he wants to become a monk. He becomes a monk, and thereafter he practices. When he practices meditation." He can attain different stages. This jhana, jhana levels. Buddha pointed out one by one. Ah, uh, this is one of the fruits. First jhana. Then the second jhana. This is another fruit. Third jhana. This is another fruit. Fourth jhana. This is another fruit. Like that, Buddha explained this different jhana level. And after that, the Buddha pointed out the knowledges. These five knowledges and Then the insight knowledge, and finally 
the knowledge of complete destruction of uh, defilements. So here the Buddha gave very beautiful uh, similes to each, uh, each knowledge. So let's understand this simile. It is very good to understand these similes. The first knowledge, the Buddha said, uh, miraculous power. Miraculous power is like a, like a potter uh, or his apprentice, his help helper. They curve when they whenever they make the pot as they wish. They curve different designs. Just like that, the person who de- develop mind, he can do anything as he wish. As he wishes, he can do any anything. Uh, or as a ivory carver, ivory carvers, he does he does the same thing like any different designs, take as he wishes. Like that, the the Buddha said, those who develop uh, this first jhana, first uh, knowledge, gain this first knowledge, miraculous power, can perform various types of miracles. Even one can, one can touch the uh, sun and moon, this said there. Yeah. So that is the first uh, simile. The second one is divine ear. Those who develop this can hear any sounds and they can understand the difference. Like Just like a, a skillful drummer. Skillful drummer, he knows different types of drums. When, when he listens to the uh, sounds of drums, he knows what the drum, the sound of, what kind of uh, drum is that. Different drums. Uh, that is the simile given. And the third one, uh, Parachitta Vijanana. Parachitta Vijanana means uh, reading others' mind. Reading others' mind is just like a woman or a man in front of a mirror. Suppose a person is in front of a mirror, he sees his reflection and understands the parts of the body, understands anything, anything wrong, adjust his hair or comb his hair. Or, uh, just like that, you can see others' mind. That is the third one. And the fourth one, fourth one is recollecting the previous lives. Recollecting previous life is, Buddha compared, it is just like a person who went to a pilgrimage. Who went to a pilgrimage and come back. And then he reports, he, whenever the people ask, where did you go? Where did you stay like that? He says, ah, I went to this that particular place. I went to the, uh, India, the holy places of the Buddha. Then they come back, ah, then people ask. Then you can say where you were. And even they ask what, what type of people you met, hmm? what the, the foods, food you tra- uh, took there, like that. Whenever you ask, you can say, this is how I live, lived there. Like a, the person who went to pilgrimage, came back. So that was the uh, knowledge to recollect the previous life, the, the simile given to that knowledge. 
and the next one is the ability to uh, understand how beings are born to this world and how beings depart. For that knowledge, the Buddha gave a simile that is the that is like a person who is on uh, on a storied building. He is looking down. Then he he can see how people come into the house and how people going out from the house. Just like that, you can uh, see how beings come to this world and how beings depart this world. That is the Samanikiva. And then the next uh, knowledge is mind-made body. Mind-made body is a separate body. It is separate body. But complete body, it is separate from this body. It is called mind-made body. Manomaya kaya. Manomaya kaya. Mind-made body. This is like, the Buddha said, this is like the person draw a reed. When you, when you draw a reed, you can see the reed and see it both. See it and read. This is the reed, this is the seed, like that. The plant, when you get the reed from a, from a seed, you can understand, oh, this is seed, this is seed, this is reed. And oh, another simile given is uh, sword. This is the sword, this is the scabbard. Scabbard, the seed, scabbard, and this is the sword, like that. So, you can... See the difference. This is from this one. That is the similar given. And the last one, the complete eradication of defilement. That is the uh, special knowledge. For this the Buddha gave a simile. That was, uh, suppose a, there is a pool on the top of a mountain. In this pool, the water is translucent, very clear water, transparent water. Now, there is a man on the bank of the pool, and whenever he sees, whenever he sees the, the pool, he can see the fish, soul of fish there, inside. He can see little plants. He can he can see uh, pebbles. Anything inside, because water is very clear, translucent, transparent water. This is the simile given to the this special knowledge, knowledge of destruction, destruction all defilements. This is like the person who is on the bank of this. Uh, pool is the person who developed mind. Whenever he sees the pool, he can see this. But if he does not see, he can see that. Just like that, the person who completed, the person who developed this mind, who attained enlightenment, he can see things as they are clearly. That is the simile given to that knowledge. So these are 
different similes. Now, the Buddha, in the, at the very beginning, I recited a passage. Once, Venerable Ananda went to the Buddha. And uh, Venerable Ananda asked, Attinuko bante eko dhammo bhavito bahuli kato chattaro dhamma dhamme paripurenti. Chattaro dhamma bhavita bahuli kata satta dhamme paripurenti. Satta dhamma bhavita bahuli kata de dhamme paripurenti. Venerable Sir, is there one dhamma, one thing which when developed and cultivated fulfills four things? And four dhammas, four things, which when developed and cultivated, fulfills seven things. And seven dhammas, seven things, which when developed and cultivated, fulfills two things. This is the question. Then the Buddha said, Yes, Ananda, there is one dhamma, one thing, when developed and cultivated, it fulfills four things. And four things, when developed and cultivated, they fulfill seven things. And seven things, when developed and cultivated, they fulfill two things. Then the Venerable Ananda asks, what is that Dhamma? What is that one thing? What is that one thing, when developed, uh, fulfill these things? Then the Buddha said, it is the concentration by mindfulness of uh, breathing. Concentration by mindfulness of breathing. Anapana sati samadhi. Anapana sati samadhi. When you develop anapana sati samadhi, anapana sati, when you develop anapana sati, the Buddha said, you fulfill, you can fulfill four things. What are the four things? The Buddha said, Four things are the four foundations of mindfulness. Chattaro satipattana. So you have, to do, you have to do only one thing. Practice mindfulness of breathing. When you practice mindfulness of breathing, you are practicing, developing, fulfilling four things, four satipattana, four foundations of mindfulness. When practice, develop, cultivated four Establishments of mindfulness, four foundations of mindfulness, you fulfill seven things. The Buddha said seven things. What are the seven things? Seven factors of enlightenment. Then the Buddha said, when you practice, develop seven factors of enlightenment, you fulfill two things. What are the two, two things? Right knowledge. Knowledge and liberation. Knowledge and liberation. Uh, that is the knowledge. If when you develop seven factors of enlightenment, you can develop, fulfill these two, right knowledge and liberation. So what is right knowledge? What is right knowledge? Right knowledge is the four, knowledge of four noble truths. That is the knowledge of four noble truths. When you complete the noble eightfold path, 
then you come to understand. This is not mere understanding. This is not mere knowledge. You come to the realization. This is the realization of the Four Noble Truths. At the beginning of the path, if you can remember, I said, at the beginning of the path, the Samma Ditti, right understanding. Right understanding means understanding the Four Noble Truths. That is the understanding level. Now, when you come to the end, this is the realization level. So, you realize, you can realize the Four Noble Truths. So, Four Noble Truths, this, though you, though we say that Four Noble Truths, like Four Truths, it's like Four Truths, but Friends, there are no four truths in the world. In the whole world, there must be one truth. If there are four truths, then how come? People cannot understand this. There are no four truths in the world. Truth, truth is one. Truth is one. What is that truth? The Buddha, Buddha realized this truth. That is unsatisfactoriness. Truth should be common to all beings. All beings. Truth should be one to all beings. That is the unsatisfactoriness. Wherever beings, wherever beings in the whole universe, they have, they have to face this truth. Unsatisfactoriness is all over. All over the world. So that is the truth. So, unsatisfactory, Buddha, Buddha understood that as the truth and then the Buddha uh, wanted to find the cause of truth. What is the cause of this? Cause of unsatisfactoriness. Cause of unsatisfactoriness is craving. Then the cessation. Cessation of unsatisfactoriness is the realization of Nipana. For that the path there is the path, that is the Noble Eightfold Path. So, these four are not the four truths, but the four facets of truth, four faces of truth. That is how we have to understand. So, when we come to understand this truth, this Noble Truths, together with that, we can understand the dependent origination, and the three characteristics of existence as well. So the four noble truths, dependent origination, and the three characteristics of existence. These are the knowledges. These are called right knowledge. You have right knowledge. If you know the three characteristics of existence, you have right knowledge. If you, if you experience this. If you experience the three characteristics of existence, you experience the four noble truths as well. If you know, if you realize the four noble truths, you realize, you understand the dependent origination. So these are again interconnected, interdependent. That is how one has to understand right knowledge. With this right knowledge, with this understanding, one comes to the uh, understanding of the pains, asava, 
tens. Then the course of tens, the cessation of tens, and the path lead into the cessation of tens. There are three types of tens. Kamasava, Bhavasava, Avichasava. Kamasava means the tens of sensual desire. Kamasava. Bhavasava means sense, uh, tens of being or existence. Avijjasava means tens of ignorance. So then by this time you can completely cut off this. No more. That is what is released. That is the complete realization of Dhamma, realization of Nibbana. This is the path. And that is the liberation. Liberation, when you are liberated, you know that it is liberated. That is what happened. Once, when one comes to the state of liberation, one knows clearly that it is liberated. It is liberated means your mind is liberated. So, friends, let's understand this in this manner, the right knowledge, and let's uh, discuss on right liberation. What is right liberation tomorrow? So, as we all practicing, we have been practicing for the last 12 days. We are doing great meritorious deeds. This is how we have to practice the teaching of the Buddha. This is the best way. This is the best way to lead life. This is, the, this is called living with wisdom. We, are, we have been doing these good deeds. We acquire a great deal of merit. By the power of all this merit, may we all realize four noble truths and attain ultimate bliss of Nibbana. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.